Welcome to the eighth episode of Guys Being Dudes Radio. I'm your host, Tex Mex. On the docket today, we of course are going to go over our new analytics. We've got the ideal male body. Uh, someone wanted to talk about their cooking skills today. I recently watched the Justice League movie to discuss it today. Uh, Tenet, Bill and Ted. Somebody still needs to talk about their 40-yard dash. A ton of other things on the docket. We'll see who joins us today. And what we get up to and how many things we actually talk about we mean to. I am your host, Tex-Mex. Right now we have Motown. Um, uh, let's go with uh, Double D for this one. Double D. We've got uh, Tex-Mex, Double D, formerly Motown, formerly Austin, formerly Pork, formerly uh, Motor City. Uh, the, 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 the list goes on. Too many aliases. And then, uh, of course, Philly Jew. Philly Jew is currently harassing Needle. Space Needle, uh, as he's been renamed, uh, who is not hopping on right now because he wants to watch the Flyers game, I believe. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm telling him to get. A, he, he's say he's watching with his dad. I don't uh, think that's an excuse. I like his dad. I would like his dad to join the podcast. So I'm. That's that's uh, the angle yeah, I'm playing yeah, right now. That's good. I I I'd want his dad's hot takes on literally anything. Yeah. Ask him. Oh, we should have a. We'll, uh, we'll check in. Motown, ask him about the uh, ideal male body. Get a get a hot take on that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait. So you you said I, I I put that in the intro. I recorded the intro a couple minutes ago, and I I, I think I explicitly made that the first thing I mentioned because I wrote the topics out in our Discord before this, and you just wrote back at me the ideal male body. And I no, that wasn't supposed to be a topic. That was just me asking you (laughs) because I thought you'd send that picture of me in my underwear with like whipped cream on my on my nipples. Oh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) With the uh, uh, Snapchat banner covering up your uh, junk, even though you're wearing underwear, you can you can barely tell. Oh, great, great picture. There's so many great pictures of you on my phone of everybody, to be honest. But you've got you've got some solid gems in there. That's the uh, uh, Adonis one, right? I think yeah. is what I wrote. <laughs> God, that, that's when you were uh, a lightweight. That's when everybody was a lightweight. Yeah, I'm about 25 pounds tr- short of that right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little over 10 pounds short of it. I think I'm yeah. I'm, I'm averaging about 180 when I or 185 when I weigh in. Yeah, yeah I'm about 185. I but, mean, um, I remember I remember pre strenuous TSA training uh, double D is, is what we're calling you right now. And you're definitely, you're definitely a lot more cut up than you were. Was that uh, two years ago? I mean, even like six months ago. Yeah. You were slim thick, huh? <laughs> yeah. I was, I was chunky. Now I'm, now I'm thick with three C's. <laughs> Fat strong. No. Um... That's why Rudy loves you. Yeah. <laughs> Rudy is Double D's uh, uh, stepchild uh, kitten. <laughs> that he is highly allergic to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, le- I leave this place every morning a uh, little congested. 
I, uh, I, I assume you have no uh, uh, notable uh, this weekend in uh, anti-Semitism for us, Philly Jew. Um, <laughs> no, sorry. I thought we ended that uh, that segment because it was uh, the takes were too hot. They're too hot, too hot to handle. uh, Anti-Semitic audience. (laughs) Oh man, the uh, so uh, I'll mention it now. We're not going to get the Bears second week in a row. No bear uh, means no Bears corner. And honestly, he's he's he's. I'm not upset about it. I'm not upset about it at all. He's the one who who brings in the the viewers of that Bears corner. Uh, Are we going to have a segment of us roasting him? uh, Sure, we can do a we can do a bear roast. A bear roast. Um, okay. Instead, when we would usually do the Bears corner, I'll even use his. Oh, you know what? I'll find different intro noises to make it very clear it's a roast. Um, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> the um. Holy hell! I I I mean, do do you want to say anything about the ideal male body before we move on? No, uh, I just wanted you to send that picture. Okay, I'll 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 dig it up. I'll dig it up for you eventually. Uh, <laughs> uh, Philly G, do you have any anything to say about the ideal male body? Um, no, I, I would just like to see that picture as well. Okay, for science. I, right, right, right. I um, I think it would be. I, I, what's interesting to me, and I think somebody else pointed this out to me, is that like George Clooney is a good-looking guy, but like we were just like there was this thing where he was like the sexiest man ten years running or so, something insane in our lifetimes, and I don't know, I don't know if that man deserved it. I really. He's don't. a pretty good-looking guy. He's honest. a pretty good-looking guy. He's a he's a very very good-looking guy. George Clooney. I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. For oh sure. yeah. But do you think he deserves that that like long reign? Yes. Uh, he's got running. that. He's got that touch of gray hair. That you know, just masculine. Could be a doctor. Could be an astronaut. Look, and <laughs> I saw that, the back that's... of his head one time at the Capitol Grill. Oh yeah, who's, who's <laughs> yeah. He eating dinner with? I don't yeah, know. what do you eat? Uh, probably something very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me your sexiest cow. How's I mean, the like, fish? I... Uh, yeah, it was okay. The uh, I was there with my with my folks, and we were leaving. And uh, per uh, one of my parents' line of work, they're there often. And like the valets, like pulled us aside and were like, "That's George Clooney right there." If you want to go back in and take a look, <laughs> so we like they went back in. I just saw him like through the window, and I was like, "Oh, it looks like the back of George Clooney's head." Um. <laughs> but I, I don't How know. How hot man. was it? It was pretty hot. It was probably the hottest back of the head I've ever seen. Um, I I just feel like that, that there was this like rain uh, that he was like unseated as like the most attractive person like at that time in that year. And uh, I feel like what like why wasn't like Brad Pitt competing or like Gosling more recently? Like I don't think any of these people are going to have as long of a reign as like sexiest man alive i'm saying there's big george clooney propaganda out there saying that he is he was like the sexiest man for a very long time and i i I don't disagree with his that he falls into the ideal male body but i don't think he deserved as long of a reign as he had what i appreciate about george clooney is that he's not like going out there and playing these like like action hero parts oh yeah never. like like, (laughs) he's just like 
this some dude, this good looking dude, way too good looking, playing this part that some ugly motherfucker could play. Yeah. And he's yeah. just like, Wow, you like, you know, George, you're you're a you're a gorgeous human being, but you you know, you know what we go through. You know what, what it's like to be a normal person. And <laughs> right, I think he... that's the the relatability is okay. why he uh had such a an appeal such a long reign. Yeah. I, I yeah, I mean come to think of it, I, I maybe I'm uh whitewashing my memory of uh, whoa, George whoa, Clooney. you can't say that. You can't um, say that anymore. <laughs> but I don't remember I don't remember him having like like gratuitous scenes of him like I don't know like shirtless and stuff that you get from uh you know Chris Pratt's and uh Hemsworth brothers and such right like yeah. George Clooney is you're right he's just always like a guy uh well like, like okay so I feel like Leo had some appeal for a while but I feel like he never like hit the Clooney level I don't think I don't know if we're, we're gonna get somebody who hits the Clooney again is, is what I mean no, he yeah, uh, Leo Leo's not as good looking. But I don't. Let's think... be clear, he's a great actor. I but, you know uh... I was thinking about Leo earlier today, and I I just don't think I'm that much of a Leo fan. I don't remember what movie I was thinking of, or or what. Oh, I think I was just thinking about how, how Robert Pattinson. I'm real into Robert Pattinson right now. Okay. And maybe I just made a connection to Leo, and I'm like, ah, I've never really gotten into Leo. Are you excited that all the Twilights are coming to Netflix? Uh, I've only seen the first Twilight. wasn't that big of a fan. I heard the okay. I heard the books were really good. I, I'm gonna probably not. I don't. I don't think they were. <laughs> no, oh, they're bestsellers. <laughs> I mean, there's a ton of things that are bestsellers. One of the the Halo novels is a bestseller. Did you read it? Uh, the Halo novel? Yeah. No, I've only heard good things. <laughs> and I rest my case. Okay. <laughs> Selling a lot of product doesn't mean it's it's like uh I, I guess if that's your metric is 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 <laughs> the commercial viability. I mean, wasn't a uh oh god, what is it? The Shades of Grey was bestsellers, right? And those Yeah, and I heard like, those were good. Those are just fan fiction like reach like it was it was actually no, it's not fan fiction. It's it, it, it's smut. Yeah, nice. it was Twilight. Smart. It was Twilight fan fiction. The person, the author, went and like retold to make it like unique characters, but they're all based on Twilight characters, just put in a different setting. Like, <laughs> and it sold. <laughs> Sex and they got Sex a movie out. series out of it. They did. Did anybody see any of them? Uh, I I watched some of the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> which which scenes did you watch? Um, some very specific scenes. Uh, not really plot driven. Uh, okay. Just um, went right to the ending. Some, yeah, some, just wanted to watch the last five minutes to see how it ended. Some dank memes came out of there. Um, but I, that series <laughs> came and went. Uh, I also like that like, the bondage community like on the internet was very upset with that movie. <laughs> Because it was all like, uh, well, it didn't like play by the rules. Correct. They have rules. I'm just reading right now. Amazon UK announced that it sold more copies of Fifty Shades of Grey than it had any individual book in the Harry Potter series. Though yeah. worldwide, the Harry Potter series sold more than 450 million copies compared with Fifty Shades of Grey, only 60 million. Wow. <laughs> J.K. Rowling, history's greatest monster. 
Um, <laughs> she got canceled. Yeah, I mean, she, she did get canceled. Pretty fucked up stuff, but like, neither yeah. here nor there. Um, she's been at it for a while. Like, uh, Christ, the she's still a billionaire. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the thing. I, I was talking to uh, like the richest. Saw. And Rimdog earlier today, and cancel culture came up, and I, I just I told them, without getting into the politics of cancel culture, because we're an apolitical podcast, the people who like get canceled or like really truly get canceled or like bitch about cancel culture, two uh, recordings, and I could hear myself. I, I sneezed, and the whole thing went crazy. And sorry. Point being, the the people who are bitching the most about it are like millionaires or billionaires and like just just people who are like uh uh my like my life's work or like my my livelihood is at stake and it, it's like uh, people people were upset you made some really hot takes on twitter and just refused to back down from them and like you could just do listen if i'm people... a billion dollars <laughs> yeah i don't give a shit i can yeah i can I... say whatever i want <laughs> on I... twitter and, and and it won't matter what anyone thinks yeah yeah that a billion dollars is a license to basically just be like fuck off, and we've all learned <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. People are still reading Harry Potter. Yeah. She's she's still making money off. That's my favorite. Movies. That's my favorite thing. I always always see her where it compares Harry Potter, Star Wars, and or maybe it wasn't Star Wars, but Harry Potter especially and Game of Thrones, where it's like Harry Potter, um, like hasn't had anything new and like like a decade like people still wear all their stuff like wear all the merchandise reference it all the time and then it's like uh game of thrones ended like a year ago nobody talks about it at all just because it was so bad at the end yeah well i i get that i mean it was just awful like it didn't even make sense worst possible two seasons to go out on like i i rewatched some of it i can't uh, i can't boner because she got really into it like right when it ended and i was like it oh i was like oh, yeah you sweet summer child right oh like, no i uh i told her like after what season six it kind of it, it just takes a complete nosedive and you're hopeful with season seven you're like oh <laughs> it starts off the, yeah okay like they're doing then... the hurry up game like i yeah. get it like it's gonna be a little truncated but it's building uh... to something and then you get to season eight and then i it's, read it's I read somewhere that HBO offered them to do oh, ten yeah. episode seasons for the last two. Yeah, and they, they said no. They offered yeah. them like no, that's... three seasons, and they're like, "No, we'll oh. do it in two, and we're gonna do half seasons." Like, yeah. <laughs> like I, talk about cutting corner. I really think that like those dudes just wanted to move on to that like Star Wars project that they got they canceled were, from. That yeah, that they got canceled <laughs> from because they fucked up Game of Thrones so hard. Like, um. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's nuts to me that one of those dudes is like wrote the Wolverine, or no, not the Wolverine, Wolverine Origins. Like, was a was a, one of the writers on Wolverine Origins, and like, oh yeah, continued to work in Hollywood and land like probably one of the biggest projects over a you know six year period or however long Game of Thrones was, like eight year period. Yeah, it was a shame. Yeah, I I remember, <laughs> I remember watching that last episode, and like. <laughs> Me, it was me and my buddies. Like, we, we like, we just like it ended, and we all just kind of looked at each other. And uh, I think I just kind of left without saying anything. It was just like it wasn't even like worth talking about. 
the it's um, just such hot garbage. Well, it's it's it, it fell very far from we went to Penn State and like a certain uh well it's Game of Thrones who gives a shit you can spoil it uh, Joffrey dies and like you, across apartment buildings in Penn State you could hear people yelling like King of the North uh like as it happened live on television. <laughs> yeah, no, that and, was dope. That was when uh, old Greg with two G's and I used to watch it together. And like when Sophie Turner, uh, she ended up at uh, Champs uh, local bar at Penn State. Because when she was there, like they were all like chanting like Queen of the North and stuff like it it was. It's weird that it was like such a like massive part of our culture, like American culture. And they just fucked up the ending so bad. Everybody jettisoned it. I was I was at a bar (laughs) in France in 2013 and in the uh, mind you there were probably six or seven americans in that bar uh and there started a king of the north chant it was like right after the first season i think of game of thrones and there was a king of the north chant in that bar i believe it like it, it it was it was it was so it's weird because like flash in the pan is is what you would describe it as but like thinking that the flash was like an eight year period, like, <laughs> right. Like, like everybody, everybody talked about game of Thrones or game of Thrones was related to everything. Game of Thrones was in other media, right? People were talking about dragons and directly referencing game of Thrones or like the North or you don't, you know, nothing Jon Snow or like th- there were so many things like not just meme culture. And it just like that just gone because they <laughs> fucked up so hard. <laughs> Like, like a, they they were becoming a pillar of American culture and just like scrubbed it. <laughs> yeah, didn't have that George Clooney sticking power, huh? Yeah, yeah, didn't have the yeah, Clooney sticking so power. He's so hot. He's so good looking. He is. Oh my and he's god! He's got this super power, powerful lawyer wife. Yeah, yeah. What do you think he does now? Just kind of like he hasn't really. Oh, he has that. Uh, He's like an activist. He have, he? No, he has like a tequila company or something. Or he oh, did. They all, they all have tequila. Yeah, they no, all I think they he stole had, that from Honorage. Uh, oh, <laughs> what? He had a famous one. Um, no, he does. Yeah. Yeah, George Clooney Tequila Brand. It, Casa Amigos is a tequila company co founded yeah. in 2013 yeah. by yes. George Clooney, Rondé Gerber, and Mike Meldman. It was purchased in June 2017. By Diageo for seven hundred million. Yeah, so he, yeah, he, he made a cool probably three hundred million off of that. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Oh yeah. wait, no purchase seven hundred million plus up to a further three hundred. So he probably made like five hundred based million. on the brand's performance. So he could still. I, so I assume he's still the three co-founders put in six hundred thousand each as initial investment. That's it. They, so, oh my god! They stand to get up to three hundred thirty-three million if the full one billion sale price is realized. Oh my god! How much work do you think George Clooney actually put into this besides just his, his name? I don't think he promoted hello. it. I don't no, think he, he was did. in an ad. No, no, no. I don't think there was like a proper like. Oh, listen to how or... it was started. Oh. Uh, friends Gerber and Clooney were building vacation homes next to each other in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, sampling tequilas together for months. And Clooney suggested they simply make their own tequila. And it's that easy. <laughs> it's that easy. 
<laughs> After ordering a thousand <laughs> bottles a year from the distillery to sample for two years, they were asked by the distillery to get a business license to continue to order the liquor. It's uh, good to have land. It's they, good to be a it's good they to be commissioned a distillery to make them a tequila that tasted great and didn't burn going down. I think that's the goal of most tequilas. I mean, well, well no, there's oh some, there's some among really other qualities such as little hangover and a and an ability to drink straight or with ice. They've described like every silver tequila. <laughs> oh. With a with a hundred percent stamp uh, from from the Mexican government. With, with you and two friends that have six hundred grand, that you could make that your dream. Uh, I think we could put maybe like six grand together. What can we What can we get for that? If uh, I put up my house, we can. Uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> you know what? I, uh, just start your own. Just start your own tequila company. Yeah, I got a better well, idea. I, I need two other people with. Uh, I got a better idea. Large amount of money. Chewing gum. <laughs> Tequila so chewing gum. Um, well, I wasn't combining the two, but okay. TM TM CR. Gum that gets you drunk. Patent pending. Yeah, but then people would swallow it. People are dumb. People are notoriously dumb. Do we want to move into to bear roast? Yes. Yes. All right, bear roast. Uh, a new section of the podcast uh, filling the void of Bear's Corner, whereupon we roast the bear for not being here and his other malfeasances. Uh, do you guys? This is your guys' idea. What do you? What do you want to roast the bear about? I mean, I where do I list. start? <laughs> I have a whole list. I think we first of all pretty it's good last podcast. It's insulting that I don't. I don't even know if he thinks it's funny, uh, or or he just doesn't care. <laughs> I, I honestly think he doesn't care, and that is what hurts the most. I texted him. And he never responded to me. Never responded. Do you want to explain to the audience what where the bear was? Why why everybody's upset with the bear? Uh, he was being he, an asshole, getting COVID. Let's and just I say he, he went. Gets COVID. He went radio silent for two two days. Oh, actually, the first day. No, no, no. Yeah, it's longer. No, it was, no, no, it was, it was four days. It was it was four it days. It was almost almost forty eight hours. No, so. During the, the first, well, the first day, he just like didn't really answer or talk much in the group. Talked a couple times, and then it just went silent. And so he, I, how long it didn't take us that long to realize, but he's no, a major was, contributor in the Discord. It yeah. slowed down. It was almost forty-eight hours when I assembled SEAL Team Four Hundred Two. SEAL Team 402 was put on 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 high alert deployed. Yeah, it was it was it was protocol black mold. <laughs> we uh like we, we were out we were getting the briefcases and, together. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't text me back. Clearly he saw it. Ignored me. Thank well, God we keep him on retainer. Double D. <laughs> We're calling him Double, Double D. D today. Motown D. 
Yeah. Thank God we keep him on retainer because he is the one that finally figured out. Yeah, he was still alive. That he was active on Instagram. Yeah, I, I send him uh, posts on Instagram every so often. But yeah, I saw it. And, and I think it's insulting that I see he's on there. He's clearly on his phone. And we send him a uh, hundreds of messages and he just ignores it. And probably and giggling to, to himself. top it all off. Probably giggling to himself. Probably giggling listening giggling, to this. Of course. Oh, I'm sure. I hope so. I hope he gets a real kick out of it. And he had the audacity to ask Tiny to send pictures of me. I can't believe that. On, <laughs> on Saturday night, after we hadn't heard from him in nearly two days, again, silent for two days, he had the audacity you know, I think to it was, ask I think it was, for he pictures went, of me. He was probably busy the first day and then checked the group and saw that like there was a bunch of people where I was like, or where's Bear? And he probably was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, this is funny. Uh-huh, they, they won't, uh, uh, I'm not going to answer and, and see what they think. And it's just upsetting. And it's a, I, we were legitimately concerned. We had multiple he doesn't respect group us. chats going. He doesn't respect us. He doesn't respect the group chat. And he spits on our friendship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm all hurt. I have to say about that. I'm hurt. I mean, so and also, I have not been this hurt in a while. Recently, he uh, he he's been under uh, attack from some hackers and is now he's he's what quarantined from the Discord for two days. Uh, to, so and till, he's a security threat. Yeah, he's a security threat. <laughs> he's tearing our hearts out, stomping on them. And letting hackers in. Yeah. No, and Needles Needles the new uh king of the group me or Discord, excuse me. Good. <laughs> I, I can't imagine it could get any worse. Uh the the fifth era has begun. Uh September first, twenty twenty. God help us all. Uh what all right, what's what do we got next? All right, well with that we'll we'll end uh Bear roast, wah 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 wah, wah whatever the noise is, wah Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, a very specific movie. Uh, I watched uh, Justice League. Um, because did I you wanted... not watch it the first time? No, I've never seen it before, and I was never interested. I don't really like the DC movies. I think, um. Snyder kind of put them in a, a weird space tonally and like not that it's not like I, I like some of the dark DC like stuff outside of their movies for whatever reason their movies just don't really do anything for me um, Wonder Woman was like shittier Captain America uh, Superman the first one was okay um, but like nothing to write home about uh, Did you watch the Snyder Cut or the real cut? So the Snyder Cut has not been released yet. Oh, it hasn't? That's, okay. That's why I watched the Justice League, just to, to, to have a sense of it. Um, but then I learned after I finished that egregious movie um, that the Snyder Cut is going to be released in four one-hour segments. Oh, yeah, I saw that. 
and then after it's all released, they're going to release it as a, as a full movie instead of just four one hour segments. And it just like Ugh. is nuts. Did you? So, okay. I, I don't know how you feel, Double D. Did you like Justice League? I, I know that you're you're very um, contrarian with your movie. I only saw it once. Okay. I think I saw it in theaters. Um, I didn't mind it. Um, it's a zero out of two for me. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's a zero out of two. I mean, I don't like the CGI. I don't like. I mean, there's a lot of stuff plot wise. I could say. I didn't enjoy. Gal Gadot is attractive. Um, there's, there's a positive. It yeah, that makes it a one was, out of two for me. Well, it was better than Batman vs Superman. Yeah, that was another abysmal movie. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I. The thing is, it's, it's for me all the DC movies. It's like grading them. I'm gonna watch Birds of Prey at some point. I haven't, I haven't seen that. Uh, I was thinking about the. I saw it come up, and I thought about it the other day, but then yes. I didn't. I'm it's not on a HBO. big Harley Quinn fan. Uh, I mean, I like cartoon Harley Quinn. Um, yeah. she's she is a creation of the animated series, right? She is. Yeah. I, oh, it, she wasn't in the comics. No. Nope. 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 Oh, interesting. Yeah. Look at they, me learning my comic shit. They did it backwards. I mean, and like they've progressed slowly, been giving her more and more agency, like. She was just kind of like a character to for, for Joker to play off of in the beginning. I think toward the end of the animated series, yeah, she was kind uh, of more of her own character. Especially so in the new adventures of Batman and Robin. I think that's yeah. what the second series is called, right? Yeah, I think so. But it, um, it's, 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 it's the animated series, just like a different, like name under a different name. <laughs> oh no, it's just the new Batman Adventures. That's what it is. That's okay. all with Nightwing and. Uh, Batgirl and Robin in it. Uh, I think she played a much bigger role. I mean, she was big in the original, but she played an even bigger role. I think in in that one, yeah. Um, like the thing is, I I need to rewatch them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just generally don't like Snyder movies. I always think they're just okay. Like maybe one out of twos for me. Uh. Like- the one with uh, was it Dawn of the Dead was his right or was he the I'm writer not, or, or something I've, on it? I've only the only ones I've seen are the DC ones and the Watchmen. I've never seen Three Hundred. Three Hundred, Three Hundred's a good. This is one out of two. I mean, like, so he's got a couple of. I like, thought it was good. Strong, strong one out of twos for me. Like Three Hundred, Dawn of the Dead. Like they're enjoyable movies for what they are. Um, but then, like, there's the the vast majority of Snyder's work has just not been things I enjoy. <laughs> I've got a speaking of Harley Quinn, I have a interesting fun fact for you guys. You say farm fact? Fun, fun fact. Okay. <laughs> and farm fact. Okay. Um, the voice actress uh-huh. who originally voiced Harley Quinn in the she no longer does anymore. Right. Uh, in the original show, mm-hmm. the sequel show, Batman Masculine Phantasm, Batman Good Beyond movie. Return of the Joker. Uh, she is married to the creator of Modern Family. Oh. Or co-creator of Modern Family. And Fraser. <laughs> oh, 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 she was on an episode of Fraser. Maybe that's how she met him. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, no, they met before <laughs> that. All right. But interesting, though. Maybe that's how she got the job. 
Um, Small world. Yeah. No, okay, so I, I liked his Dawn of Dead. I, I, I pulled up, I literally pulled up his, his, his wiki profile to see what they have. But other than Dawn of the Dead, 300-ish, Watchmen is okay. I know that, like, uh, Coach, doesn't he just fucking hate Watchmen? Like, the Snyder's version of Watchmen? Oh, yeah, he doesn't like it. It's okay. I, I get it. It, it's a, it. It's a weird thing to adapt. They did it weirdly. Whatever. Th- those are, like, one out of twos for me. And then after that, it just becomes, like, zeros. And, like, I really want to see Suicide Squad, uh, the that director's original cut, because that actually exists somewhere. And, like, the Snyder cut, like, we're hearing all these stories that they're spending, like, God, what was it? Like, two, like millions of dollars to do reshoots, like, bring all of these actors back and to finish, like, CGI to make a movie that I, I'm going to watch and I already know I'm not going to like it. Like, and I think most people are still not going to like it. Okay, I'm seeing 20 to $30 million. In reshoots? Spent, yeah, on reshoots, on CGI. Like, he's adding, he's, like, he's adding characters in and all this other stuff. And he, like, he spent, like, the last couple of years just, like, shitting on, like, Joss Whedon for, like, coming in and taking over. And, like, that's an, it, unfortunate that that's all how that happened. But Joss Whedon has, like, Avengers under his belt and a bunch of other, like, okay movies. That's like, um... <laughs> oh, oh, that's like, didn't Solo? Didn't the movie Solo? Didn't, uh... That's, uh, that's, that's what Whedon's become, right? Ron Howard. Well, didn't Ron oh, Howard have to come in for that? Ron Howard. Ron Howard's the one who came in. Uh, but, like, that's and, what I mean. But Solo it, wasn't, wasn't bad. It was fine. I like you know what I'd I'd watch Solo again over any of the Snyder DC movies. I'll watch Solo again over uh, episodes seven and eight, or not I, even seven eight eight and nine. Yeah, I'd say eight and nine for sure. Seven seven was fine. You know they just yeah. remade A New Hope. All good. Everybody was likable. Um, it's a fine movie, and then they just like uh, fumbled it up. But yeah, so like the, the, that's the thing is like they bring in directors who have their own good movies, but are just trusted by the studio for doing good movies to just come in and clean up somebody else's movie. And like, I, with Solo, I really wish they had just let those two dudes who did like the Lego movies and a bunch of other great movies just have their like Star Wars comedy they were writing and and, like filming instead of like coming in and like, you know, redoing that movie. I think that would have been a more entertaining movie than the solo we got. With like the Snyder cut, we're gonna we're actually gonna see it. Like we're actually gonna see this play out in real time. Like someone like there's two different versions of a movie and I I know I'm gonna watch this stupid thing, the stupid Snyder cut, and I'm gonna be like, you know what? I still prefer the other shittier version that I watched today or uh, uh three or four days ago. Um but like that this dude gets a redo and he's going to add, like, characters and, like, that, that like, Ben Affleck and every, everybody's coming back for reshoots, like, voluntarily, I think? Uh, it, it's nuts. Because I also thought, like, Ben Affleck was like, I'm done with that character. I don't ever want to be Batman. Um, he likes money. He's, yeah. No, he's coming back. He's coming back for the, yeah. the Flashpoint the movie. Uh, um, is that how they're going to resolve a... Uh, uh, Pat, uh, Robert being Batman too, right no, now. He's not in that. No, I know. But Michael Keaton's gonna be. But uh, side note, I didn't realize Ron Howard directed Cocoon. <laughs> Tell me about Cocoon. 
Uh, I've never seen it, but isn't it a cult classic with the star Wilford Brimley? R.I.P. just Ooh. died. Did he? August 1st. 1985 American sci-fi comedy drama film. I think it's a cult That's classic. That's a lot. <laughs> sci-fi comedy drama. <laughs> That's like our podcast. Wow. Uh, I can tell you about Tenet. Well, not, I'm not going to tell you the plot, but I can tell you my thoughts. I Okay, rate, rate it Steve again. Okay, before, before you tell me about Tenet, what was your favorite movie by Nolan before Tenet? Um, Batman Begins. Batman Begins, okay. What is your least favorite Nolan movie that you've seen? Like, um, just just so I can kind of like, understand pulling up his movies. your... Uh, uh, you're kind of rating uh, Philly okay. Jew. Are, 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 have you seen a, a bunch of Nolan movies or not? So, my least favorite Nolan film okay. that I've seen, I haven't seen Insomnia or Memento. Yeah. I'm not a big Inception fan, going to be honest. All right, I get it. Honestly, nah. like... I, I, again, that goes back to... I think that's what I, my, I was thinking earlier. When I when I was thinking about how I don't like Leo, uh, and I thought about Inception, and I'm like, maybe that's why I don't really like Inception because I'm not a big Leo fan. There's there's parts of him that I like, there's, but I'm I'm not a big Leo, and I don't like Joseph Gordon-Levitt in like, I, I don't know, in like action serious roles. I don't see him as a serious actor. Uh, um, Robin. Yeah, Leo. Oh don't oh, I no, hate no, that no. Part. I hate that. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Um, uh, before we get before we get too off track with with Tenet and stuff, um, Leonardo DiCaprio plays a variation, a very close variation to the same person in like every movie until yeah. very recently. Very recently, well, like that's acting my, has gotten better. That's my issue with who plays the Hulk now. Uh shit! I know, I know you're talking about. He plays uh, he, Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo. I, I'm, in my opinion, he's the same. He does the same thing in every single movie. He well, has no. He has no range. Right, right. So, like, here's the thing. I love Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves does not have a tremendous range. Everybody. I think he has Leonardo... more range than Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> and I don't same. understand how Mark Ruffalo keeps getting nominated for awards when he's the, he does the same thing in every movie. He talks out of the side of his mouth. He does the same little shtick, and I hate. I makes think a lot Leo of money. Sh- Leo Schick was like the same yeah. up until I do think I do sincerely believe like him uh, playing that like plantation owner in Django was very out of his like wheelhouse and he did really well with it. Oh yeah. And then he won the award for Revenant, where I just thought Revenant was regressive, where he was just playing like the the same person in Inception. I don't know. I really liked I, Revenant. Uh, Tom Hardy stole Revenant for me. Like he, Tom Hardy was the best part of Revenant. Revenant um, was pretty dope. To be I, honest, I don't think that was what Leo deserved the award for. Because no, he I got. Mean, uh, wait, who else was that year? I don't know, but like he sh- he should have gotten it for luck. Django, but they gave it to him for Revenant, and I don't think I don't think he was exceptional in Revenant. Django. Uh, we're way off topic. Tenant, let's go. <laughs> um, what is this movie, by the way? I'm start... gonna need like a. It's Christopher Nolan's new film. Uh, based, uh, I'm gonna give you what it was based on the trailer. Um, Denzel Washington's son, fantastic da- actor. Good to hear. I love him. Uh, his every time he talked, I I heard a little echo of Denzel. 
Um, but he plays this character who's essentially a uh, secret agent-ish um, and goes throughout this film interacting with things, materials, going backwards yes, in time. Yes, backwards in time. Like that's, that's very clear from the trailer is that... That's what the trailer... Yeah. That's, that's mm-hmm. what it is in the trailer. Like there's a scene of the trailer where he, he shoots the gun and he's like, oh, why does this feel weird? And she's like, you're not shooting the gun, you're catching the bullets. Interesting. Um, Okay, hold on. So I know, I recognize him. He was in Ballers and uh, Black Klansman. That's how I. That's how I. Yeah. Okay. He's he's up and coming. He's like I think he's like thirty five, but he uh, his first big film I think was Denzel's son. Huh. Yeah, he is really good. Second note. Robert Pattinson. Mm -hmm. He is a. English treasure. He is, he is in the movie? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, in apparently. Yeah, he's in the whole oh. movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Well, because I knew he was going to be in the movie, and he was in, like, one scene, one scene, like, in the beginning, and I, I made a comment to Boston Market, yeah. uh, and I said, oh, like, like I is he only in that scene? And, and he's like, no, he's in the whole movie. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And yeah, he was in the whole movie. And he, I'd say he was the supporting character with uh, little Denzel being the lead. Okay, okay. And was it, was it a reverse training man, day he's scenario? Man, he's good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Um, no, it was more of like buddy okay. cop. Oh, so like uh, uh, R.I.P.D. or whatever that terrible movie was with Ryan Reynolds and uh... <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. No, no, no. Like That's what I was. Like every terrible movie I did, with Ryan. I, did, I didn't. I didn't see that movie. Um, that's that's the bodyguard assassin or, or the the assassin yeah, bodyguard. Also, his bodyguard. Which also got a uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, I did get a, also a movie. I did. Hold on, Whoa. I'll watch anything with Ryan Reynolds. That that man is a treasure, Canadian <laughs> treasure. <laughs> the Hitman's Bodyguard got a sequel. No yeah, fucking way. Yes. <laughs> what in the fuck? Hold on, Hitman's Bodyguard. <laughs> I don't know if it, I don't know if it ever came out, but I know that they were filming it. I I straight also to DVD. The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. <laughs> what? That's the title? <laughs> release date higher. August. Release date August twentieth, twenty twenty one. Oh my god! Oh, so it's out. No, no, twenty twenty one. Oh, twenty twenty one. We got a. We got Ryan gotta, Reynolds, Samuel Jackson. We got a whole year. Selma Hayek. <laughs> Selma. Love me some Selma. Selma Hayek, his wife. Oh my god! Oh, this is his wife. Okay, so so tenant, uh, rate it one zero one or, or two. Out of two, um, so I I definitely have to see it oh, again, yeah. but I'm gonna go I'm gonna That's go fair. two. That's fair. Oh, so two. Okay. Ne- next time you're on, uh, if you've seen it again, we'll ask you see if it's changed. Uh, I don't think I'll see it. I'll, I don't think I'll go to the theaters again mm-hmm. to see it. Uh, I'll wait till it's out. But it was very good. There's a, a lot of scenes where I, I I'm like, like like you can follow yeah. it all, uh, but there's a lot of scenes where I'm like. I thought they were going this way, but they're going this way. I don't know how that, how they got turned around. And it's a, it's a classic Christopher Nolan messing with time. 
Well, this, what's, what's weird to me is I guess it, it made sense for Dunkirk, but he did it in Dunkirk too, where you're like following three or four different stories, yeah. but like they're on different timelines, and it's like he. That's his style. That's his, his Dun- prerogative. Yeah. He didn't have to do that. I think, I honestly, like, I, I love Dunkirk. It might have been a better movie if he had Just did it linearly. That. Like, there was, there was nothing, nothing yeah. was gained. The- like, the stupid parts were, like, they pick up the one guy yeah, on, yeah. The, on the thing, the and then he's yeah. on the boat. But then you realize his boat hasn't even sunk yet. And I, I think it's to, like, align, yeah. like, the tension in all the stories at the same time, but then have them all happening at different times. Like, I, I will say, watching, I think I watched it in IMAX. I might, I might not have, but that sound of that movie i that's one reason just to see a movie in the theaters just Tenet or dunkirk from dunkirk uh, so i uh um, i actually got my pa speakers from college set up to my tv right now and i'm very excited to go through like the nolan movies <laughs> oh yeah i don't really know if tenet really had that sound feeling i think it it did in some parts again i have to watch it again but it it wasn't so as noticeable as it is in well, like um, in Inception and Dunkirk and Dunkirk. Uh, uh, I think it's a oh it's a, it's a di- different guy who did the all music. the Batman movies all the Nolan Batman movies had great sound um shit there was another one uh Interstellar a gorgeous soundtrack oh that one's got good like yeah. top tier soundtrack for sure like that's great just like oh it's because it, that's all Hans yep. Zimmer I yep. think right yeah Hans Zimmer doesn't do Tenet. Uh, they broke up the band. Yeah, what was he doing that was so important that he couldn't have done Tenet? <laughs> Holy hell. No, okay. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to go like to theaters to see Tenet. I, uh, I'll probably just wait for it. I've been... Uh, what I'm working my way through right now with uh, Jay Boner is the uh, Bill and Ted movies. Um, not a big fan. Not a big fan? Really? The first one's good. Other yeah, than that, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, I, I and, I, and I wouldn't. I honestly, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it. Oh, I, I have the, the first trilogy. one. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I like it. Oh. So there, there, there are two, uh, two to two for me. In that, like, hey, you want this like dumb eighties slash nineties comedy with Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter, and like, I, I, a lot of reviewers that like, you know. Alex Winter. Oh, yeah, yeah the, guy. the guy. Yeah, A lot of the reviewers uh, I listen to and stuff, uh, there's a couple of people who are fresh to the movies and a couple of people who weren't. And uh, I think it's really funny that they're just like, these characters are so dumb and just like weirdly endearing in that like they're in any other movie, like these characters would be like tremendous stoners or assholes or just like not likable but there's like a genuineness to them that it's just it's just like a nice little treat like i don't think i would go pay to see it in theaters but having them owning them it's like it's it's nice to just revisit this this for me uh it's like beetlejuice or like any of those like old movies that are like i love beetlejuice like two out of twos for me in that like oh i would watch it again um, like if Bill and Ted's came and everything was normal, we were in the before before times. If Bill and Ted's came to like the theaters or whatever, like a special event, I'd, I'd go. Like if it was it was feasible, like we went to see um, Blazing oh, Saddles yeah. that one time, right? Um, oh, that's a, now that anything 
anything metal is just right, right, an absolute classic. We miss Young Frankenstein, but we got Blazing Saddles. Uh, I would say I, I would say you did it right. I, I like Blazing Saddles more than Young Frankenstein. Yeah, it was it was good. It was good. Do I, we think I'm that? Happy. I'm, I'm about to switch topics. So you, no, you just, I'm, I'm happy to revisit those, those those old movies with somebody who's never seen them before, but has like an idea. Like, because Bill and Ted's is a cult classic, and but it's not to the. It's it's in a weird place where, like, I want to say people of our generation have heard of it and probably not seen it and have an idea of what Bill and Ted are from like a couple of gifts or clips or maybe i've seen one of the movies but not both of them and now there's three um and their bogus journey and uh, uh excellent adventure are very different types of movies one of them's a time travel-ish movie and the other one is like this whole thing like adventure movie with them like dying and and, and trying to like navigate that like i'm excited to see the third one i i kind of know what happens but Let's let's move on to this next topic, Philly uh, Jew. Unless you got something to say. No, no, I'm 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 good. I want to I want to gauge. Mm-hmm. So I'm not obviously as into movies as you guys are. So I'm I want to gauge. Do you think all of this stuff Robert Pattinson is doing in recent years is to make up for Twilight? <laughs> like he feels like he I, made a huge mistake. I think. Well, I think there was a recent. Sorry. Even. No, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I think there. Sorry, I think there was a recent interview or something where he said, either that I like I, I read this online or either the recent interview or past interviews when he was interviewing about Twilight, he just was not into it at all and <laughs> talked about how much he regretted it. Well, I, I mean, I'm sure he made a buttload of money. Oh, oh I, I can I imagine hope. he's still making a lot of money. But it, I'm, and I'm, uh, but I'm also sure it's very difficult to build your image back, back up after that. It I seems mean, like he's doing it, like he's doing everything to right. make that happen. Yeah, like I read that you know, like because Elijah Wood after Lord of the Rings, he did some like indies and then he did Wilfred and stuff, and then. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe has done has done a ton of indies and stuff, and they do that to move away from getting typecast. Well, uh... and I feel like Robert Pattinson did that because uh, he did a handful of indies right after uh, Twilight, and I think it's just to get that image. I and and you can send that to like producers and stuff and be like. This is other stuff I've done. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would, I would say that almost everybody uh, from Lord of the Rings has had a very diverse acting career. And, <laughs> like, maybe not Orlando Bloom, but uh, everybody else. Like, all the main characters. Uh, I mean, Orlando Bloom, I think, is, is has had a very... I mean, I don't know about... No, it's been pretty diverse. Uh, he's been, been in two big franchises that's... Part of the thing, right? Um, but he was in like Black Hawk Down, Troy, Kingdom of Heaven, right? But those are those um, are all those are all that kind of like 
action movie, like blockbuster movie. I'm sure I he's mean, got some small like films. He does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. But I'm saying he's got the face right, for right, it. Right, he does. He's got the he's got that George Clooney face. He does. But like, what what I'm saying is that everybody else from Lord of the Rings, other than Orlando Bloom, has like a lot of mixed. And I'm sure Orlando Bloom has like dramas out there that I'm not familiar with. But like, I feel like everybody else has like very like mixed acting careers, and they just happen to be in this one like tentpole fantasy movie. Um, which, now that I think about it, uh, what have they not gone back and ruined? Because I didn't like The Hobbits. Like, <laughs> I didn't mind that. the first one. I don't like the new Harry Potter Not movies. bad. Uh, I liked the first one. Hated the second one. I don't like the new Star Wars movies. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know what? Actually, I read after Lord of the Rings. I, uh, like, I think I read Viggo Mortensen was offered a ton of things. Yeah. And he turned them all down because yeah. he's like, I don't want to do those. He's like, I want to do whatever I want to do. And he did, next he did Hidalgo. Yeah. Love that movie. Uh, he did like Eastern Promises, which I think he was nominated for an Academy Award for. Um, he's in the road, isn't he? He's in the road, yeah. That's he is guy. in the road. The road's great. He, he, but he, I think recently, specifically, he's done very well. Yeah, yeah Green Book and Captain Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, both nominated for Best Actor for those. Um, oh, he's 61. Huh. Yeah. yeah, he's got, I think, an older son. Like, I think his son's like maybe our age or something. Mm. Um, we're, we're, we're coming up on the witching hour. I just... To, oh, their son's thir- his son's 30. To, to preempt my final thoughts, I, I have a wall of movies um, uh, in front of me. I have a bookshelf and it's just filled with like movies and stuff I can see. There's all kinds of shit on here. I mean, like I've got, you know, Kill Bill's, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Fat Albert movie. Um, Great movie. <laughs> I see at least one of the Spider-Man, uh, Pulp Fiction. Both. Which Spider-Man? Uh, three. Which of the Spider-Man? Oh, that's the best one. Right movie. next. It, it's, it's sandwiched in between Accepted and Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Um, I, I, I'm excited to move my movie. What about Romy and, Mich- and, and Michelle? Don't don't have that here, but like I'm excited to move my movie collection over digitally. The thing I wanted to bring up is I'm 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 scanning over these movies. There's a lot of shit. There's Shark's Tale. There's the Looney Tune movie. I see X Men Last Stand. I think I see two copies of Talladega Nights. One of them is Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> gotta have both. But uh, oh, there's Pirates <laughs> Three. But right at the top, and just staring at me ever since we made the comment about uh, this week in anti-Semitism is. You don't mess with the Zohan? I don't know if you guys saw that movie. That movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mentioned that I walked out of that movie. <laughs> um, I walked out of that movie. I, I believe you. Oh, great movie that's not super popular, Warrior. I see it here. But no, no, no. Uh, Philly Jew, does the Jewish community have an opinion on you don't mess with the Zohan? Um, I, I, I don't think so. I would say... <laughs> It came and it uh, went. <laughs> they they probably disliked it. I mean, <laughs> most most Adam Sandler movies have been, you know, fairly hot garbage recently. That's and uh, that was the beginning yeah. of the end. With I, I mean, he's had he's had a couple gems, right? Like uh, uncut gems, literally. I hate that movie. Uh, I haven't seen the, it that one. Yeah, I I haven't seen it yet. I I need to be like in the right mindset. Four oh, two Joe most got stressful me, uh, movie I've ever seen. Yeah, 402 Joe got me uh, scared that I'd be, uh, 
you know, have palpitations or something. But uh, no, I, I, I would say that collectively the Jewish community probably did not appreciate that movie <laughs> as, as a, a whole and for everything it represents. But we'd, we'd all like to think that, uh, you know, all, uh, all Jewish soldiers can fight like the Zohan. So <laughs> that's, that's, you know, the, the silver lining. Yeah, no. I I also see here on my uh, wall of movies next to Fat Albert, in between. I want to say <laughs> Spider Man. Let me get up and check. Spider Man Two and Fat Albert is Spy Kids Two. There's really no organization. Mm. Um, uh, but no, that's that's <laughs> that Zohan. That's that's my closing thoughts. It's been bothering me for the last twenty minutes, and I've wanted to bring it up. But uh, uh, any any closing thoughts, Philly Jew? Uh, I, I would just, you know, when you get the next opportunity, just, just snap that Zohan, uh, disc right in half and I think you'll feel a lot better. <laughs> uh, I should listen to the director's commentary. That's what I might, I go to sleep to tonight. Um, <laughs> oh no, no, don't just save yourself see, the time. See if it has one. Uh, what about you? Uh, what are we calling him? Double B? I didn't even know there was a director of that movie. Oh, uh, what was the question? Just closing thoughts when we wrap up. We're wrapping up right now. Um, no, uh, nothing this week. Sorry, no sponsor this week. Um, uh, just didn't have time. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, okay, just really quick. I, I, I'm wrapping up the podcast immediately after this. There are two commentary tracks. Commentary with Adam Sandler, uh, Robert Smeagol, Rob Schneider, and Nick Swartzen, and then another commentary with director Dennis Dugan. <laughs> so there's not only one, there are two commentaries for this movie. And, what was that movie's budget? I'm going to look uh, at it. I'm looking it up. <laughs> we can't end the podcast until we look at it. 300 million. <laughs> one billion dollars. I don't know what it was, but like the, the, the Sandler MO is to have like an outrageous budget. And it mostly just goes to paying the actors. Like, it's oh not... my god! It, what was it? It was a ninety million dollar budget, and it, in the box office alone, uh-huh. two hundred and four point three million dollars. Jesus! <laughs> god, you idiot Gentiles love Adam even, Sandler. Even if they spent like forty million on advertising, which they absolutely did not, that is still a, a solid profit for yeah. the studio. I can only imagine. A hundred million of that was to see Emmanuel uh, Chiriki. Oh, it's actually pronounced Shriki. Oh my God, she's forty-four now, five-three. Oh my God. Anyway, with that, that's gonna, my final thought. We're gonna call it a night. Uh, that's my I final hear somebody thought. brushing their teeth. This has been Guys Being Dudes Radio. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh... I have more hatred towards my like top two or three hated hockey teams than probably any other sport. The Islanders? No, uh, Penguins number one, and then Bruins two. Okay. I also don't like the Blackhawks. Hate the Blackhawks. On that, we agree. Yeah, number one. Um. Well, the Red Wings have a recent run. Well, they suck, but back in like 2016, 
Is it junior high, junior high team? Yeah, no, they had a uh, real big rivalry with Tampa Bay, but now we got um, Steve Eiserman back, so. Anything, uh, anything you guys want to throw out there before we start uh, our new... Or, or this 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 new episode, like anything you want to sneak into the uh, to the precast that may or may not end up in the the end of the episode. Nope, I'm ready. Yeah, primed, ready to roll. I'm I'm texting Zach. I'm watching this game too. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna get get his ass on. Okay. Yeah, what's his reasoning? He said the Flyers He's watching are on. the game. I'm also watching the game. 